Yud Dalid Sivan, Tafshin Ayin Tet, coming to you live from the headquarters of Ariel Tours in New York. I'm Mayor Weingarten. Welcome to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network.
Kaveret Pugi opens things up with their classic Yo-Ya. Welcome in one and all. Welcome to this week's edition, live edition of the Israel Show on the Nahum Siegel Network. My name is Mayor Weingarten. We are here each and every Monday, immediately following JM in the AM, which translates to 9 a.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Israel time around the world. Wherever you are, whatever time it is, that's the time that we are on. Write it down so you don't forget. And if you do forget, it's not a problem because, because there's an archive. Archive of all the great programming of the Nachum Siegel Network on NachumSiegel.com and on the Nachum Siegel Network app, which is available for free, of course, for iPhone and Android. And you can listen to any of the great programs that are presented here every day and you can listen to the archives of the Israel show as well just go when you go into the archives choose the Israel show and you can listen to whichever week's edition you want going back hmm more than six years according to uh, my little notations here on the side this is our 300th live edition of the Israel show not including you know reruns or whatever so that's very cool. We're very excited and we're celebrating and we're celebrating with you. have an interesting show coming up. Lots of great new music, new music from the top of the top, the cream of the crop. Yonatan Razel has come out with two new songs. We'll get to at least one of them today. Omer Adam with a fascinating new song as well. Part of, (laughs) he released five songs at once and we're going to, we're going to share with you one of them called Yom Hashishi. Omer Adam famously does not perform on Shabbat, even though he is not what we would call orthodox. I don't know. I don't know what meaning, you know, what meaning to give to these words anymore. But Omar Adam has given up tons of money. He is the, he is the, um, the largest recording artist in Israel and has given up tons of money not to perform on Shabbat, as you can only imagine. Um... So we're going to debut his song, Yom HaShishi, and Evyatar Banai, who um, in midlife, Chazar B'Tshuva, tells the story of himself. It's an autobiographical song called Rachamim. And uh, other music as well will tell you about what's going on on Harabayit 
and Chan al Achmar, whatever time permits us to do. So, Yonatan Razel. Here's what I found out when I started researching the uh, new song that Yonatan Razel put out recently. Very, I think it was just before Shavuot. We haven't been on since Shavuot. Because Shavuot part of Shavuot in Chutzlaretz was on Monday. So, um, it turns out that there is a piyut, a poem, that in Sephardi communities around Israel, maybe around the world, I don't know, I hadn't had a chance to check that out, but it seems to be very, very popular piyut in Sephardi congregations in Israel. And uh, the words were written recently by a contemporary, a student of Rabbi Vadi Yosef and, and other great rabbinim in the Sephardi community. Rabbi Yitzchak Suna, I think it would be pronounced, or Sona, wrote the words to a song called Smach Bini Bechel Kecha. And uh, it, it's about being happy with what you have, uh, similar to what Chazal say in Pirkei uh, right? And it's a sort of a Musar, a Musar song, one which tells us that it doesn't really matter how much we have, it matters what we are happy with. So, turns out that he wrote the words, and he's written words to many songs, and he wrote them to a Secular Arabic song. I um, checked on YouTube and I found the uh, original Arabic song that that these words were written to. It's sort of like we always talk about how in Ashkenazic Jewish music they'll take certain uh, groups or singers will take a a uh, non-Jewish music song and put Jewish words to it. And there are people who find that very objectionable. Um, not only did Rav Ravad Yosef not find it object- objectionable, he encouraged Rav Yitzhak Suna to write words from Jewish sources to popular contemporary Arab music. And so he did. And this song, Smach Bini, is sung, it seems all the time in the Sephardic uh, community at different smachot and so forth it's been covered uh, on the internet I, I just in YouTube if you just do smach b'ni b'chelkecha I should say I think it is the way it is pronounced um, you'll, you'll find dozens of covers covers meaning other artists performing this song in addition to the original well, Yonatan Razel writes, I, I don't know if Yonatan Razel even knew that the original melody was from a um, secular or Arab uh, song, but he writes that he loves the words. He's heard it many times whenever he davens with, um, with Sfaradim. And um, it, it just took him and, and suddenly took, picked up his guitar and he started 
thinking of these words and the melody came to me. It is a beautiful melody, I must say. It really is. It's more of an Ashkenazic kind of melody than the original is, as you can only imagine. And uh, we're going to share it with you. We'll tell you a little bit about the words. Smach b'chal kecha. Rejoice, my son, or my child. Rejoice in what you have, in your chedek. Hasimcha techayecha. The joy will bring you life, meaning the joy will sustain you. Ha'olam lefanecha, the whole world is before you. Smach b'ni, smach b'chalkecha, lo tikach gam et shelcha. I think what he's saying is, even what might be due to you, you don't have to always take it. You can be happy with what you have. Hasimcha techayecha, again, ha'olam lefanecha. Habet v'sayinecha, lift up your eyes and see, minatan kol eile eilecha. Who's given you all these things? Maybe it's a takeoff on the Pasuk Nishayah, mi barak kol eile. All right, I don't know. Gam banim l'shulchanecha, who's given you all this? The children around your table, if only you thank, you would thank your Creator, you will always be happy, it will always be like this, and the Simcha will give you life. And then again, what are the things that you should be happy about? That you're alive. Your feet are working. Your hands are working. Your heart is beating. Your eyes can see. Who is, who is rich and who is happy. Somebody who understands that you are nothing more than a guest in this world. We're here for the short little 10 seconds, so to speak, in this world. You don't gain money by chayil and chowach through force. <coughs> it's up to the one above. <coughs> Excuse me. Haolam lefanecha. Brand new music debuting here. Well, for us it's a debut. I don't know, maybe for other places as well. Yonatan Razel Smach Bini. My name is Maya Weingarten. You are tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum <coughs> Siegel Network. Smach Smach <laughs> 
Great Yonatan Razel <clears throat> with um, his melody, his original melody to a very popular song written by Harav Yitzhak Suna, Smach Bini. It came out as part of a two-song release just before Shavuot. The other one is David about King David in honor of Shavuot. And um, I don't know if we'll get to that today. If not, we'll get to it next week. So um, <clears throat> quite a number, excuse my sore throatedness. <clears throat> a number of months ago, I think it was, we started uh, discussing and speaking about and warning about the uh, creation of yet another mosque on Har Habayit being done illegally by the Muslim Waqf, that Muslim agency that controls Har Habayit. They don't have sovereignty, but they control it. And um, it was in the area that's just behind the Shar HaRachamim. This is the, the gate that is blocked off the closed gate some call it the golden gate it's on the east side it's opposite the hotel which is on the west side it's the western wall this is on the eastern wall i believe it has a, 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 a it points meaning when the sun rises on a certain specific day it it shines through that opening when it was open, all the way through to the Kodesh HaKodeshim. Um, behind that gate, there's a small building, an area, an empty area, enclosed. It's always been empty. It's fascinating to see the other side of it, right? We only know of the Golden Gate side, the Shah HaRachamim side, but now when you go up on Harabayit, you can see 
you can see the the inside part and there is this little little um, area that is enclosed room big room and the Arabs decided that they're going to make a mosque out of it. Why not? They've already constructed two mosques in addition to the mosque that was there in 1967, the El Aqsa Mosque. That was the only mosque, by the way, on Har Habayit when Israel liberated it in 1967, Har Habayit <clears throat> At that point, the Arabs decided to turn the Golden Dome, which is known as Kipad HaSela, the Dome of the Rock, into a mosque. It was never a mosque. doesn't look like a mosque. doesn't have the, the uh, architecture of a mosque. El-Aqsa Mosque does. It's long, it has a minaret, it has a, a, a place towards which you pray, the indentation, etc. But they made that a mosque too because they wanted to claim that it belongs to them. And Israel just allowed that too. In the times of the Barak government, they made two more mosques, one of them a huge mosque underground. The sifting project that is now um, on Givara Masua on Har Sofim, that sifting project is sifting through all the archaeology that the Arabs destroyed when they created that underground mosque. It is the largest mosque in the Middle East <clears throat> under Har Habayit. That was mosque number two. And then they created one in Sharei Khulda. That was mosque number three. All this under Jewish sovereignty with the Jewish government looking the other way and creating what we call a Bechial Dorot, something that we will cry about for generations because it's things that can't be undone or can't be undone very easily. And now, that was the Barak government who looked the other way and now the Netanyahu government is looking the other way when they create this fourth mosque on Harabayat. The government is Echad Bapev Echad they say one thing, but on, in the, on the ground, in the, in, in the field, something else is happening. They claim that they are blocking, it's closed. That room, that area that they're trying to make into a mosque, it's closed off. No one can get into it. They can't pray there. But in fact, they do, and it is not locked. And their prayer rugs put down there. And once you put prayer rugs down and they pray there, it's already a mosque. Rigavim, an organization that we've spoken about a lot and we speak about a lot because they do amazing work. You can go online and look them up. Rigavim, R-E-G-A-V-I-M. Rigavim has gone to court to Bagats that is very uh, touted by all the left as... The last word, everybody knows that. Oh my gosh. Bagats, the Holy of Holies. And asked again that the area be closed. At least as a temporary injunction that it be closed and no one be allowed to go in. 
in order to stop the work that the Muslims are doing to create this additional mosque. And now it's now we said it's already a mosque, but now they're doing different repair work and all kinds of things to make it even more so, including putting down different items that create a prayer space. The police said, yeah, well, they um, they put in a new microphone, you know, for the muazin to call to prayer. They put more lighting in. They brought in more electricity. They put in new carpets where they bow down. They always have a prayer rug, a carpet. Well, what are they doing all that for if not, <laughs> if not to pray? And there were prayers taking place already there because the police weren't there and people went and they prayed. So the police, they're watching very carefully what's going on, but nobody's stopping anything. Even though the court in March put out an an injunction saying that the area has to be closed off and it will be not permissible for anybody to go in and do any work whatsoever. In fact, you're not even allowed to put a, a nail in without proper authority. And yet here, this is uh, just Hefker. The Arabs do what they want on Harabayit. The government of Israel continues ignoring it making believe that they're not but in fact de facto ignoring it and it's the same situation in Khan al-Akhmar which we've spoken about an area a large area right near Maaleh Dumim right near the road to Yerushalayim from the Dead Sea very strategic area that has literally been taken over by Bedouins who have encamped there illegally and created a town The High Court of Justice, the Bagats, already ruled that Khan al-Akhmar can be evacuated. It's an illegal outpost. Jewish illegal outposts, Amona, out, destroyed, as were others. Here, this is going on for months and months, and the government announced that they're going to take it down very soon. That was about 200 days ago. And now when Rigavim again petitioned to the high court, the uh, government attorney general's office asked for an extension of six months. Yeah, we'll keep extending and extending, and they'll keep extending their building. The pressure will just get greater and greater on Israel not to do anything. And then it'll be so large, Israel will say, well, what can we do now? And folks, this is right at the doorstep of Yerushalayim. This is right abutting Ma'aleh Adumim. This isn't uh, in the middle of, uh, of, of, of Shetach A, of Area A, where the Palestinian Authority has, uh, has full control. 
I don't know what we can do about it, but at least we should know about it. And if we have ways of letting our our protest be known, so whoever can should. Back to the music. Omer Adam. One of the most, if not the most popular recording artist in Israel. Famously does not perform on Shabbat. He made a decision at one point in his career that he will not perform on Shabbat, even though he is not orthodox in the sense that we would accept it today. I don't know how to word that. I wish I would know how to word that. But he doesn't carry on an orthodox lifestyle, let's put it that way. But he won't work on Shabbat. He won't do a show on Shabbat. He won't perform on Shabbat. He's given up tons of money because that's a big night for performances Friday night and Shabbat, unfortunately. In fact, he was invited to perform at the Eurovision and he gave that up as well because that was to be on Shabbat. And his latest... um, He's going to have a huge concert, outdoor concert in the park... I don't know, what are they talking about, 100,000 people? I, I, I don't remember the exact numbers, but it's coming up. We'll tell you more about it later. Later in the month. And this, uh, the name of this song is Yom HaShishi. He put out, he released five songs together, and one of them is Yom HaShishi. <laughs> Maybe that's the sixth one of the five, no? Um, and talks about how the whole week is nervousness, it's busyness, it's life as goes on and the clock ticks and life moves along. And then he says, this is from the song Rivi'i Kfar Nigmar, Wednesday's over, Chamishim Ushar, Thursday I'm excited, I'm happy, Vihinei Machar, and tomorrow... And this is the refrain now. Yom Hashishi Vayichulu Hashamayim Vaaretz Vacholt Sivaam Vayichal Elokim Vayom Hashivii Mikom Melachto Asher Asa Yom Shishi Mitorer Baavir Shuv Yeshreach Shalyam Vekama Bali Mecheg Lechaver Lechtasim Begedyam Kize Kimaze Chamli. On Friday morning he's going to the beach, and all kinds of other things happens. But as he gets closer again, Yom Hashishi Vayichulu Hashamayim. and so forth. So, I'm going to share this with you and hope you like it. Again, the music as a bridge, in this case, between less religious and more religious, in the previous case, Sephardi and Ashkenazi, and so forth. Omar Adam, Yom HaShishi. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You are tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. איך אומרים החיים זה תמיד עבודה 
זה לא נראה לי בשני ושלישי טיפה עצבני זה שוב קורה לי רביעי כבר נגמר חמישי מאושר והנה מחר יום השישי ויחולו השמיים והארץ וכל צבעם ויחל אלוקים ביום השביעים מכל מלאכתו אשר עשה מחייג לחבר, לך תשים בגד ים כי מה זה חם לי, אבא שוב מתקשר, אל תאחר שאימא לא תחנוק אותנו, אז אני מתארגן, זה כבר מתנגן והנה זה בא יום השישי ויחולו השמיים בשביל כולנו, איך הגוף מגרד לי, מרגיש מיוחד. כי זה אנחנו, אז נצא לבלות ונחזור בחמש. או שש בבוקר, עוד שבוע נגמר, והנה מחר, אז לך נשאר. יום השישי, ויחולו השמיים והארץ. Omer Adam with Yom Hashishi. Very cute. So he goes... In the morning he goes to the beach with his friend and then his father calls him and he says his father says listen don't don't be late because your mother's going to kill us <laughs> so then of course he gets his act together I get myself together I get organized and already in my head it's mitnagen it's it's playing the song is playing Really nice. Omer Adam. Well, there is some good news on the Arab-Israeli front. We were talking about all the places where the Israeli government is just not doing anything. The Jerusalem District Court ruled last week that Ateret Kohanim, 
an association that redeems property from Arabs, especially in the old city of Yerushalayim, not only. The High Court, the Court, Jerusalem District Court, ruled that the Ateret Kohanim Association has legal rights over three large areas in strategic locations in the old city of Jerusalem, currently prop populated by Arab residents. So here's the story. What they do in Ateret Kohanim and other organizations like it that redeem lands and homes, houses, is they set up Well, let's put let, let, let's back out for one second and say that in the Palestinian Authority and in the Arab world in general, if you sell land or a house or anything, um, any real estate to a Jew, you're sentenced to death. It's on the books. The law is on the books. Where all the uh, human rights people? So what they do is these organizations set up shell companies complicated setups where it will not be clear to the outside world who's purchasing the property it's usually clear to the person selling it that he is selling it to a Jewish organization and the Jewish organization usually as part of the sale provides the uh, former owner the Arab who, who used to live there um, sets them the Jewish organization sets the Arab up in any country that they want and help them out and so forth as part of the deal. So in 2014, in 2014, this has gone on since then. Three foreign real estate companies signed under this veil of secrecy three different contracts with the Greek Orthodox patriarch, which owned the assets. Now you you have to understand that the churches in general, the Greek Orthodox Church for sure, specifically, but others as well, the Russian church, own huge tracts of land in Yerushalayim. It is almost insane that the government of Israel didn't do some eminent domain stuff. But um, the Greek Orthodox Church is one of the big landowners in fact, I believe the house that the Prime Minister lives in currently is on land that is owned by the Greek Orthodox Church, as is, I'm, I'm pretty sure, as is Beit Tanasi, the President's residence, and, and the, uh, the very uh, upscale Talbia residence, Talbia neighborhood, Komemut and others. So they set up these... Um, Companies and these three areas were not sold. They were leased for 99 years with an option for another 99 years. That's the way it works. And uh, these are some of the buildings are very well known. Um, When you walk into Sharyafo, I don't know if it's still there, but if you look at any older pictures of the area right inside Sharyafo, there are two hotels that are there. One, I think, is called the Park Hotel. That So that was one of the um, items, one of the uh, properties. The other one um, is called the Imperial Hotel. So the, take a go online. Take a, I'm sorry, the first one was the Petra Hotel, and the second one is the 
Imperial Hotel. If you take a look at any uh, pictures of uh, Yerushalayim, the entrance area of Har- of Shar uh, Yafo, just between the Sha'ar and where you go to the Shuk, are where these two buildings are. The third building is a little further away. In a, in a different uh, area, but quite close. And so when the church, um, when it was discovered that the <laughs> Iranius Scoptelis who was the um, the patriarch of the Greek Orthodox Church, signed away for uh, for money these areas. The church, like, they, they couldn't agree that that would happen. And they made believe that it didn't happen, and they sued and so forth. And what can I say? They're going to appeal the ruling, but at least in the meantime, it stays in Jewish hands. And um, as time goes on, we'll talk more about the issue of the the churches that own huge tracts of land in Yerushalayim and what might happen and what will happen. In the meantime, the government is, of course, asleep at the wheel. Not unusual. Uh, we promised three new songs. Here's the third one. Aviatar Banai. Um, we've spoken many, 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 many times about the famous Banai family. Most um, Israelis of um, the previous generation are very familiar with the singer Yossi Banai, who passed away since. Very creative fellow. Al-Kolele, the song of Nomi Shemer that is so famous, his, it was written for him. He's the original singer of that song and so many other classics. But it was a large family, and they have the musical and creative genes in that family like like it's nobody's business. And many members of the family became Ba'alei Tshuva. The family originally comes from Persia. And they made Aliyah in 1881. And then really the family, the younger generation, just drifted away from religion and somehow the this generation now the younger generation has drifted back Eviatar Banai is a star and one of the most prominent ones his brother passed away was Mayor Banai also an amazing creator his sister is very creative too but on the other side she's on the left side Orna Banai so you can see that uh, it, it, it's really, uh, really runs in the family. Um, yeah, his brother, Mayor Banai, passed away at the age of 56 two years ago. Um, so he tells the story in this song. It's called Rachamim, which means, of course, you know... Uh, Rachamim, mercy, but it's also a, a popular name in uh, in uh, in the Sephardic Jewish community as a first name. Rachamim, Masashel Rachamim Mishiraz, the journey of Rachamim from the city of Shiraz, which is in Persia, Al Gamal, on a camel, Vishana Baoniot Masa, in a year, on cargo ships. That's how they got to the land of Israel in 1881. Yaakov, 
בנו, his son is Yaakov, ורחל אשתו, אליהו הקטן וחנה השכנה. Those are the people that went on this trip. חתונה בחמסין בדרך לירושלים, and they got married on the way to Yerushalayim in the middle of a heat wave. בכורה, which is also a name in this Vardic world, ומאיר, נולדו כבר פה. בכורה and Meir, their, their daughter and their son, were born already in Israel. למאיר, חנות ירקות בשוק. Meir had a חנות ירקות, a, a um, vegetable stand in, in שוק מחנה יהודה. יצחק בנם, יצחק, the son of בכורה and Meir, הוא האבא שלי. He's my father, says Eviatar Banai. So he's giving you his family lineage, going back to the Rachamim who made the trek on camel and, and freight, freight ships in 1881. So I guess what he's trying to say is that he still had a religious... Misorati side to him, but his kippah was in his pocket. He was, I guess, afraid of wearing it so that in, in case he wouldn't get advanced as was in, at some point in time a, a, a problem in Israel back in the Mapai days. Lomed mishpatimim kippah bakis. In fact, his father Yitzhak goes on to become a judge, a well-known judge in, in the south in Beersheba. Yored la darom bet mishpat shalom. He goes down south and becomes a judge in the Beit Mishpat Shalom. And the refrain is Be'er Sheva, which is where he was born, Tel Aviv, which is where he spent many of his years, Himalaya, then he goes to the Himalayan mountains, like many Israelis, to find himself, New York, which is where he lived for a while, and he, and he meets there his wife, Ad Shepagash Dibach Atufab Me'il, Otsar Basheleg, until I met you, wrapped in a coat, a treasure in the snow. Chupab Yerushalayim. We get married in Yerushalayim. And here is the, this is the, the last stanza. Chashavti, I thought, Avotai, that my forefathers... Hem Bart, Valisa, meaning the Simpsons, Bart Simpson, Lisa Simpson. Juliette Lewis, who's a famous actress. Vijoni Depp, a famous actor. Alti Krali Israel, Alti Krali Banai, Klume Achorai, Milfanai, Umitzadai. I thought that I have nothing to do with this. Don't call me Israel. Don't call me Banai. There's nothing behind me. There's nothing in front of me. And there's nothing at my sides. But, as he ends off, Evyatar, Ben Rachamim, Ben Avraham, Vesara. He is, in fact, Evyatar, the son of, meaning his great-grandfather, who came to Israel, Rachamim, who followed in the footsteps of Avram and Sarah. So here it is, Eviatar Banai with Rachamim, this is an autobiographical song. My name is Mayor Weingart, and you're tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network.
My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. We're going to close out with yet another great song that brings people together. We debuted it weeks ago when it just came out. Shevet Achim Vachayot. We spoke about it. And Yom Atzmot on JM and the AM. Eden Reichel wrote it. It is um, performed by 
a whole cast of Israeli singers and performers and artists, like a We Are the World type of thing, or a Chazak kind of thing. Chazak Amenu, if you remember that. Um, and the words are just so filled with Zionism. It's just beautiful. It, it It is such a big hit in Israel. Um, I checked yesterday on the YouTube channel of uh, where it was released. Over 14 million hits for an Israeli song. It's amazing. So we're going to end off with Shev Rachim V'Achayot. But before, as we usually do, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for all your Facebook likes and comments. Thanks to the staff of the Nachum Siegel and my very special thanks, as always, to Nachum Siegel. Coming up on the Nachum Siegel Network, Yoni Pollock with After Further Review, covering the latest in the world of sports. And then Novik Now with Jake Novik. Always interesting topics of current events and a Jewish angle. Tune in to that as well. And after that, your day floats along with Great Monday Music Marathon. Until next Monday, immediately following Jamie the AM, this is Mayor Weingarten reminding you that nice guys do not finish last. They're just running in a different race. I'm <laughs>
שתי מילים להתחבר. בחוץ האב של משורר, אני מכאן אני שייך, וכל חבר שלי כמו Thank <laughs> you. 